the COVID pandemic has further exposed just how poorly we can, just how poorly, um, you know, our our care healthcare system has been, um, because it seems that insurance nowadays is a luxury when there's actually millions of people that cannot even afford to go see a doctor when they're sick. So I'm very excited that the federal federal legislation committee has um, proposed a, a resolution in support of Medicare for all. Hello and welcome to the show, folks. You're listening to KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio. My name is Kevin Flores, editor at Forth.org, and this is City Council Meeting Notes, bringing you a recap of what went down at the Long Beach City Council meeting each week. We'll talk about the decisions, the stakes, and the occasional drama. You just heard there from First District Council Member Mary Zendejas just before the council voted to officially throw its support behind federal Medicare for All legislation. Later on in the show, we'll talk to Vincent Vo, an organizer with the Long Beach chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America, about some of the grassroots level organizing happening in the city around Medicare for All, and what it means that City Hall is now backing the legislation. But before that, Long Beach has something of a reputation for poor water quality at its beaches, with residents often joking that Long Beach is where the sewer meets the sea. As recently as 2019, Long Beach made Heal the Bay's Beach Bummer List, which ranks the state's most polluted beaches. The organization also grades the water quality at beaches depending on the weather, with beaches in Long Beach seeing mostly D's and F's when it rains. City officials are hoping to reduce pollution at local beaches and generally improve water quality in Long Beach with a $24 million grant that the council signed off on this week. The money's coming from LA County Measure W funds, which, if you recall, was a parcel tax that voters approved in 2018. Now, the city plans to use the grant money for three new water treatment projects. Currently, LA County's 100-year-old stormwater system is mostly designed to prevent floods, which means that it moves water out to the ocean as fast as possible without really filtering out trash and contaminants. Officials are hoping that the three projects the city hopes to construct with this grant will create a more ecologically friendly stormwater system. Let's hear from city manager Tom Modica about the projects. Uh, the first project is for the Long Beach Must Project, which is a really innovative stormwater treatment plant uh, down uh, by the um, uh, Drake Chavez Park and is going to be really a signature project to treat water, uh, have wetlands on site, to fill those with treated water, and also to do irrigation. Uh, we're also able to do um, under number 18, I'm sorry, number 17, uh, is a uh, stormwater retention basin uh, to capture and filtrate uh, water at Skylinks. And then we're also improving our El Dorado uh, Lake projects uh, with this money as well. So kudos to the entire team for putting this together. Um, uh, a real big investment in our water quality and uh, also part of our long, uh, LA River projects that we're uh, constantly working on to improve the LA River. And that's the LB Must project. LB Must, one of the projects mentioned there by the city manager, stands for the Long Beach Municipal Urban Stormwater Treatment Project. 
Now that's a mouthful, but essentially what this facility will do is treat polluted stormwater runoff collected by drains and pump stations when it rains before it even has a chance to reach the LA River. The city says the water will then be redirected and used for various purposes, such as irrigating wetlands that are also planned to be part of the site. The water treatment plant will be located in the Wilmore neighborhood between DeForest Avenue and the LA River and is estimated to be in operation by 2023. You're listening to KLBP 99.1 FM, Long Beach Public Radio. After the break, we'll talk Medicare for All with DSA Long Beach organizer Vincent Fo. Stay with us. Kevin Flores, editor at Forth.org, and you're listening to City Council Meeting Notes on KLBP 99.1 FM. The council this week approved the city's 2021 federal legislative agenda, an annual set of priorities that guide the city's lobbying efforts related to federal legislation. No surprise, this year's FedLeg agenda, as it's called, is heavily influenced by the COVID-19 pandemic and the Framework for Reconciliation passed following the Black Lives Matter protests last month. One of the bills the city will be pushing for on the federal level would create a nationwide database of complaints against police officers. 
The city will also be seeking more funding from Washington for digital inclusion, homelessness programs, and dealing with the residual effects of COVID-19. The city will also back a $3 trillion public infrastructure package the Biden administration is currently drafting. The council on Tuesday also asked the city attorney to draft a resolution in support of Medicare for All, a bill sitting in Congress that would create a single-payer health care system and eliminate the need for health insurance companies. Such a plan would provide coverage to all Americans for vision, dental, hearing, and mental health care, as well as prescription drugs. Now, interest in shifting the country to a single-payer healthcare system has increased both across the country and locally during the pandemic, which has revealed even more starkly the dysfunctions and inequities of our nation's present healthcare system. For instance, last September, Mayor Robert Garcia partnered with Oakland Mayor Libby Schaaf to create Mayors for Medicare, a coalition of mayors supporting the bill. A few months later, in December, the original proposal to have the city officially back Medicare for All legislation was put forth by former Councilmember Janine Pierce. In it, she wrote that the uninsured rate for adults has risen for four straight years and has reached nearly 30 million, with the greatest increase among women, young adults, and lower income people. And more recently, a group of local community organizations formed the Long Beach Coalition for Medicare for All and held their first car caravan last month. One of the organizations in the coalition is the Long Beach chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America, and here to talk a bit about what it means that the city is moving towards officially endorsing Medicare for All is Vincent Vo, an organizer with DSA Long Beach's Health Justice Committee. Hi, Vincent. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. So for starters, can you explain in a nutshell what Medicare for All is and why you're advocating for it? Yeah, Medicare for All is the federal plan to have um, a single-payer system, a single-payer healthcare system in the United States. It was made popular in around 2016 uh, during the Bernie Sanders um, Democratic presidential run. Um, but before that, it went by universal health care. Um, but yeah, it's this is a movement that has been picking up for the last couple of years. Um, essentially, single payer is the idea that right now we have a multi-insurers multi, um, multi system. There are a lot of different insurance companies out there uh, and they compete with one another. They bargain with providers, hospitals to negotiate prices. But under that system, healthcare is still very expensive and it leaves a lot of people without health insurance. So under single payer, the government, we will have a national um, insurance uh, entity. Um, all of our money will be pulled together and we would remove the for-profit um, side of health insurance. So this will save us money and it will provide health insurance for all Americans, regardless of whether they can pay or not. The city council on Tuesday voted to officially back federal Medicare for all legislation and lobby for it in the coming year. Uh, is this significant? And how has the pandemic shifted people's thinking about Medicare for all? Yeah, this is significant. Um, uh, just to clarify, um, the city council didn't, um, they're taking a step towards endorsing Medicare for all. Uh, the city attorney still needs to write the resolution 
and then it will go back to city council for a vote. So yesterday they just approved that um, they recommended um, that go forward with that process. So um, not exactly there yet, um, but they're definitely in the right direction and I could see um, city council passing it. The mayor is very supportive of Medicare for all. Um, and then in this context of COVID, um, yeah, I think if people didn't know how broken our healthcare system was before, uh, COVID has really shown how broken it is. Um, I mean, as you can, we can see high numbers of deaths in, in our own area. Um, I was reading a New York Times article back in January and they, or it was February, and they are highlighting during the peak of the pandemic in January, how they were, they couldn't uh, transfer their patients to other hospitals because people, other hospitals wouldn't take them because they were uninsured. So they were burdened with high numbers of COVID patients and that was very, um, that ended up not being a good thing. A lot of people died there. So yeah, it's unfortunate. People without health insurance, they have uh, worse health outcomes. And in the COVID pandemic, they had higher mortality. So I hope that people can see why we really need this after uh, in a post-COVID-19 world. Now, the, the Long Beach Coalition for Medicare for All is advocating for a single-payer healthcare system um, run by the state of California. At least that's what the car caravan was about. So what's the reason for pushing for a state-run program instead of one run by the federal government? Yeah, we're pushing for both. Um, the, the bill just was announced in uh, early February. So that was um, something that was new um, that happened after the formation of the coalition. But I don't see us um, pushing for the state legislation takes away from the federal legislation. If anything, it does promote the federal legislation. If we can um, pass it here in California, it can show, show the rest of the country that this is something that we want and it is possible. And in a political, our political environment is more, um, it is more feasible to pass single payer. Um, we do have democratic majorities in our state assembly, in our state senate, um, versus at the federal level, those are smaller margins. And we do have a president right now, President Biden, he said that he would veto uh, a Medicare for all bill if it came to his desk. So passing it in California, I think is an important step to pass it at the federal level. And is the coalition planning any future actions and, and how can folks get involved? Yeah, on April 17th, Saturday at 1 p.m., we are having a, a, a speak out. Um, we're gonna have speakers come and tell their stories of how the for-profit health um, industry has harmed them, how it has bankrupted them, how it has made them sicker. Um, so this is a way to show the energy behind this movement, to show our elected officials that this is a really important issue. Um, it has real consequences on residents in Long Beach and in all across of California. So if you do wanna get involved, um, please reach out to um, our email, California M4A at Gmail, California M4A at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Vincent, for being on the program. All right, thank you, Kevin. That's all I got for you this week, folks. Thank you for tuning in. 
There's no city council meeting next week, and instead we'll be bringing you a conversation with fourth editors and reporters about some of the pieces we've published this month. Remember, the city council meets the first three Tuesdays of the month, although this month we ended up with four meetings since there's five Tuesdays. You can follow along with our live coverage of each meeting on Twitter at LBC Meeting Notes, and you can catch this program Thursdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. on KLBP 99.1 FM. You can also listen on demand on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The music by my colleague Esther Kang. My name is Kevin Flores, editor at Fourth.org. Take care. 